This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hi, welcome to Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, a gardening show full of inspiration. I'm Philippa Foes lamb a self-confessed passionate gardener. I've been in the garden industry for many years and I totally enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is kindly sponsored by the Nelson Farmers Market at Kirby Lane every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1.30pm. Today we're focusing on preparing newly planted trees and shrubs for the coming summer and more mid-spring tasks. At the Nelson Farmers Market, the market is on the move. It is currently located in Kirby Lane and operates on a Wednesday from 8am to 1.30pm and also whilst at level 2 on Saturdays from 8am to 1pm. From the 3rd of November it will be located at 23 Halifax Street which is the former Mediterranean warehouse building beside the Alma Turner Library. Our hours will stay the same but we will have more stalls including all our current ones as well as a coffee cart, ready to eat food and more fresh produce. We will also continue to open on Saturdays whilst at level 2 from 8am to 1pm at that new site from the 3rd of November. Well, wasn't the weather wild on Sunday? I'm not sure what the weather was like in Marlborough, but I'm fairly sure in Nelson, the rest of Tasman, our place, and also possibly Golden Bay, really had some wild weather. We had very strong winds. And I actually love the wind, I have to say, because I lived in, as you know, I grew up in Invercargill, and I always mention how much I really love strong winds. And we don't tend to get a lot of them here, but I have to say, when we do, it can be fairly dramatic. I was packing 13 boxes in my farm shed, and I'd started probably about 9 o'clock. And there were a few really big gusts, and around 9.30 I heard this slightly foreboding crunching sound and thought, okay, which tree has fallen over? So I went running out into the paddock. Um, I had my umbrella, obviously, but went running out into the paddock and couldn't really see anything. And then in the distance, I thought, oh, no. And we'd had a huge macrocarpa that was one of three in a little spot, sort of three, two-thirds of the way down our paddock, which has been on a lean for quite a while. It's, it's in an area where the rural three stormwater runoff goes across our property. So I had a funny feeling that it was going to go one day. And a few weeks ago, I was looking at it going, I'm sure you're leaning over further. Well, yes, you guess it. You guessed it. That one hit the ground. And it took with it at least two of my beautiful river birches, which I was really upset about. I am extremely thankful that the five on the other side of this little gully where the water goes through are fine. And I'm pretty sure there's only two that were damaged. And there is a chance they will regrow once we manage to get this huge tree off them. I have to say, when I looked at the size of the trunk, it's quite interesting. When a tree's upright, you don't you sort of glance at the trunk and think, oh, yeah. Well, when I looked at the trunk yesterday, I thought, that's almost a metre across. That's huge. So it really was a huge tree. So anyway, that was a bit of, well, not exactly what I call excitement. But the other thing that happened too is, is one of our pet ducks was put down and I had to bury it. Well, I didn't have to bury it in the pouring rain. I will do a quick aside about this duck because she was very special. Her name was Spot and John helped her out of her egg. He found her on a nest in the hedge and she was struggling to get out of the egg and so he helped her out. So naturally she thought, oh, you're my mum. So they've always had a very special bond for about the past two to three, probably three years, I think. 
And yeah, bless her heart, I won't go into details, but she had a, a bit of a prolapse last year. And well, I am going into details, aren't I? And we took her to the vet and they managed to fix her up and said, if it happens again, we'll probably have to put her down. Well, I noticed on Saturday when I fed all of our ducks, I could just tell there was something wrong. So I, I, luckily she used to eat out of our hands. So I picked her up and put her in a pen and John took her to the vet yesterday. Yep. And she did have to be put down. So I'm really funny. I can't bear for any of our creatures to be buried cold. I, if I'm going to do it, I really love them to be warm. So I don't know if it sounds weird, but it just makes me feel better knowing that they weren't stiff as a board when I put them in the ground. <laughs> anyway, bless her heart. So it was pouring with rain. So Philippa put on her coat, did up, did up the hood, put on her gumboots, which usually don't leak, and proceeded to dig a hole and bury the darling duck. And I always put straw under, under them and on the top of them. And yes, needless to say, by the time I'd finished, I was probably more wet than I've been in my entire life. The rain had even gone down inside my gumboots. That's how wet I was. So a complete change of clothes ensued. But at least I was happy that, that Darling Spot was at peace. So that's the main thing. I planted some really lovely plants on top of her. So getting on to preparing newly planted trees and shrubs for the coming summer, you might think, well, hang on, we're only in mid-spring. Why is she talking about summer already? There's a really good reason. Because we've had this beautiful rain, and I know some people are saying, oh, we've had enough rain now. I honestly don't feel in spring we can ever have too much rain. I just think it's fantastic because it does put us in good stead for the beginning of summer, which is really important, particularly in areas like Marlborough and in our area where we are at the hole in the donut and other parts of Tasman and Golden Bay. We really do. We need to savour this rain. Honestly, it's just magical. I can't remember a spring when we had this much rain um, in the past few years. So I'm very, very, very happy. So the reason I was thinking about the coming summer in terms of newly planted trees, fruit trees and shrubs or citrus trees is anything that you planted during the winter, the most important time for it is getting, sorry, the most important thing for them is getting them through the first summer. It's really the first two summers that are the most important but the first one is crucial. If your plants get stressed, if your newly planted trees and shrubs, etc., get stressed in that first summer, chances are a few years down the track they'll either die or they, they may just never reach their full potential. So there, it's really important to just take a little bit of extra thought and care of them over the first summer. So while the ground is lovely and moist, the best thing you can do if you haven't done it already is to mulch your trees. And there are lots of different mulches you can use. You, you can use forest floor bark. I personally think that the straws are better. You're better off to use barley straw, pea straw, or red clover straw. And the tip, the reason I feel that way is because bark is really good. The only one that I would suggest using around, around your trees is the forest floor, which are the, you know, the sort of strips. It's really quite mulchy already. Um, partly because larger nuggets can they take a lot longer to break down and they can end up taking the goodness out of your soil and turning your soil quite sour. So I think if you are going to use forest floor bark, then it's a really, really good idea to put down some sheep manure pellets under it before you put the bark on. If you've already mulched with forest floor bark, scrape it away, put the sheep pellets on and put it back. It really is worth doing because that will help prevent your soil from becoming sour over time. 
The other really important thing, no matter which mulch you use, is to make sure that you keep it well away from the stems of your plants, of your shrubs, or your trunks of your trees. When I say well away, you know, a good 15 centimetres at least, and it will mean you'll get the odd little weed coming up in that area, which you can either spray if you like to spray, or you can pull out when they're little, or, yeah, or just, I'm not going to say weed eat around them, because chances are you'll ring back your tree, so that's not a good idea. But you can use hedge clippers just for those few weeds that, that are going to be right inside, right against the trunk. The other thing you can do is you can get um, core tree surrounds, C-O-I-R. These are fantastic. They're coconut fibre. I put a couple around my grapefruit tree when I planted it in winter. And I did it probably about a metre square, actually. I think I used three. And then I put straw on quite thickly and not a not a no grass nothing is growing anywhere near the trunk of that of that grapefruit so that's another great idea if you don't want to use that you can use weed mat or weed cloth weed cloth will eventually disintegrate and weed mat can be a bit of a pain because it tends to shred you sort of end up with strips of plastic but um so I think I think the, the I never know how to say it is it core or qua mats are the best things to use. They work a treat and they've already got a slit cut in them so they're quite easy to get around around your trees. Like I say, you might already have done your mulching. If you have, then just check the depth of your mulch. This is the thing that is the most important. I always put my mulch on 30 to 40 centimetres thick. You might think, whoa, Philippa, that's really thick. <laughs> Believe you me, it's, it's worth it. It's, it's worth its weight in gold. And the other thing that it will really help with is, you know how um, blackbirds tend to steal things like, sorry, not steal, they, they rack up your mulch. So you end up losing quite a bit of mulch because you put it there and then the blackbirds come along looking for worms and they biff it all around the place. The thicker your mulch is, the less damage the blackbirds are going to do. You're on Fresh FM. This is Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, sponsored by the Nelson Farmers Market at Kirby Lane on every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1.30pm, rain or shine, and while we're at Level 2 on Saturdays from 8am to 1pm. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb. Today we're focusing on preparing newly planted trees and shrubs for the coming summer and more mid-spring tasks. Having said that the Nelson Farmers Market is at Kirby Lane, the market is on the move. It is currently located in Kirby Lane and operates on a Wednesday from 8am to 1.30pm and while at Level 2 on Saturdays from 8am to 1pm. I'm just repeating this so that you can make a note in your diaries that from the 3rd of November it will be located at 23 Halifax Street, which is the former Mediterranean Warehouse building beside the Alma Turner Library. The hours will stay the same but there will be more stalls including all the current ones as well as a coffee cart ready to eat food and more fresh produce. The other thing to check too when it comes to your, your anything that you planted in winter, not necessarily your perennials but definitely anything else, anything larger, is to just check all the stakes and ties. We're coming into the windy season now and isn't it called the spring equinox where we get the, the windy weather? We haven't really had a lot of it yet but we are just starting to get some. So it's a great idea just to check that your stakes are firmly in the ground and particularly that your, any ties you've got on are not rubbing the trunk or the stems of your plants or your trees, etc. This is really important because you, you don't want to rub that outer tissue away. 
I love using a figure eight formation. Or the other thing you can do is have a stake on either side of a tree and then use that lovely wide hessian band. It's, it's like hessian rope, but it's wide. And I suppose it's hessian straps, strapping, that sort of stuff. And, and you, you, you put one around one side and staple it to the stake, and then you put one around the other side and staple it to the stake. That way the tree has a little bit of movement, but it's being really well supported. And hessian is less likely to rub than some, something like rubber. And definitely do not, rubber, sorry, definitely do not use pantyhose. They're the worst thing. I always used to use those when I first started gardening. And they end up cutting into the bark, which is not a good look at all. It's also a, a great idea to think about your watering plan for the summer. Trees planted this past season need deep watering less often. Irrigation systems really are not ideal. Even if they're drip ones, you would have to have that on for three days solid to even remotely get remotely enough water down to your trees. So it's best to give them 30 to 40 litres of water at a time by a bucket or watering can. Then nothing for a few weeks and then do it again. This can be labour intensive, but believe you me, it will pay off in the future. That first summer is the most important one. We're getting on to some more mid-spring tasks. Lawns are growing like topsy at the moment with all this moisture and the temperatures are starting to warm up now. But as I always mention at this time of the year, mow at a higher level and try to do it on a day when the grass has had time to dry. If the soil is very boggy in areas, delay mowing until it's drained slightly. You don't want to damage the structure of, of your grass. It's also really important that the blades on, all, on mowers, whether they're push motor or ride on mowers, are sharp because otherwise you can literally just tear the grass rather than cutting it. Tomatoes, peppers, aubergines, chilli, courgettes, pumpkins can all be planted outdoors now. Labour Weekend is coming up. That's what I meant to mention at the beginning of my show. And Labour Weekend is the main weekend for really getting into your garden and planting everything you can imagine. Just plant anything that you love to eat. It's a really, really good idea. And if you're listening to this on the 26th, I hope you had a really good productive Labour Weekend in your garden. That's if it's not raining, because I think the long range forecast is not looking good at the moment, but I hope they're wrong, because I desperately want some time in my garden. Keep some protection handy just in case we get another cold snap when it comes to any of your summer vegetables, particularly your peppers and your aubergines, it's really hard to say, aubergines and your chilli. Sweet corn can also go in. Dig in plenty of compost and sheep manure pellets and then plant your sweet corn in a block rather than a row. The reason this is a great idea is sweet corn is wind pollinated. So you'll find you'll have a much better strike of cobs if you have them in, in a block like a square. I usually do a square, well actually I must admit I haven't grown it for the last couple of years, but when I do grow it, I do a square probably about a metre square and, and put, I usually put them about, I think, 30 centimetres apart because they do need a little, a little bit of room. And you know, so I just do like four lines, 30 centimetres apart. And it's also a great idea if you're in a windy zone to put stakes around your corn plant plantings and then wrap chicken wire around or even maybe some open weave frost cloth. This will just help to support them if we get any windy weather once they're tall and starting to produce their cobs. Mine normally used to get knocked to the ground at that stage. So I really learnt my lesson there. Well, happy gardening, everybody. It's such a perfect time of the year. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions about anything I covered, email me at nelson at freshfm.net. 
Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers airs Tuesday morning 20 to 11 and replays Sunday afternoon 20 to 3. Previous editions of this show are available as a podcast from our website, freshfm.net, or through the Access Internet Radio app. Thanks to the Nelson Farmers Market at Kirby Lane every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1.30pm for supporting a show about gardening. Thank you for joining me. See you next time. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.